for the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. What is going on, youth workers, youth pastors, whatever your title may be? doesn't matter whether you're bivocational or full-time or volunteer, wherever you're at on the spectrum, I want to welcome you in to the 47th episode of the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. Now, why do I mention the number? Because this is the first time I've ever mentioned the number of the podcast. Now, I'm, I may, this may be a practice now. We'll see about this. But the reason I mention it is because we're getting ever so closer to the number 50. And I would like to celebrate it somehow, but I am needing some input from you guys. Uh, they say that most uh, podcasts do not go past like maybe 30, something like that. And so I am uh, super proud of myself that I'm actually I'm actually at 50. Uh, I don't even know if I thought I was going to go this far, but uh, here I am and I need your help. Uh, so I need some of your uh, ways, ideas, thoughts of how to do this. In fact, in fact, let me do this. I'm going to um, go ahead and start a Facebook group uh, based around this podcast. So that's one way we can be able to communicate a little bit better. Uh, that if you're into podcasts and to listening to podcasts and 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 engaging with podcasts, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just start a Facebook group uh, as to get ready for your comments and things. And so please just go to, uh, this will be in the show notes, by the way, you can go to the link on Facebook. It is, uh, just, just look for youth ministry in motion podcast and it'll be there and you can join up, uh, be a part of the conversation there. And, uh, you can then respond to some of these things and questions that I offer. It's a lot easier to do that, isn't it? Uh, if you already have a place in a group to share with. And so, in doing that, uh, that will get us ready to do a big, you can leave your comments there uh, for what should we do for the 50th episode of the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. Maybe you can name your favorite episodes, uh, leave comments. I can read stuff on, you know, through the, through the podcast here, some of your comments and things like that. So that might be fun. We could do that. Um, so give it some thought, okay? But go over there and go to the uh, Facebook group and leave comments and such, okay? Uh, also, uh, coming up, just so you know, see what the poll is happening uh, very soon. If you're not familiar with that, that is a uh, global gathering uh, prayer movement where uh, students gather around their flagpoles at their schools or at uh, their government buildings, and they rally around. It's At the schools, it's student-led uh, and kids just gather and say, want to pray for our schools, want to pray for our nation, want to pray uh, for my friends. And what a powerful just public proclamation, even though it's one day a year. You know, some, some people try to carry that over uh, and do it a lot, a lot, but a lot of times it doesn't last because of rain and other issues, things like that. But I, always, I have always uh, respected kids uh, to go out into the public square and really any believer to really kind of just be in the public square and, uh, and, and just to stand there and pray. It's not about preaching out loud. It's not about those things. It's really just about making a stand and saying, listen, I believe uh, that we need to pray for our country, our leaders, my friends. And, and for a young person, you know, middle school, high school, it's, boy, let me tell you what, I think it's a big step. I don't think we give our kids probably enough credit that they would actually step out there and do that. So encourage your students. It happens on uh, September 27th. Uh, a couple of weeks from the date that I'm recording this. And so if you don't know anything about it, you can go uh, visit uh, syatp.com and get lots of information, all that kind of good stuff there. And I encourage you uh, to encourage your kids to participate. 
Okay. Uh, last little thing here. Then we're going to get into some thoughts for uh, the day. I'm going to get into the uh, the ten ways you can get rid of the Thursday blahs, or uh, to maybe look at your youth ministry, maybe uh, look at your youth ministry in a different way, look at it uh, in a positive light. Because sometimes, you know, on a Thursday, we we tend not to do that. We tend to be picky. We tend to judge ourselves, and we're going to get into that. But the last thing is this. Speaking of Facebook. Uh, if you want to, I recorded my youth service live. Uh, and, you know, we don't have a, a huge group. It's not like you're watching, uh, you know, Hillsong or uh, some giant youth ministry around the world. You know, it's just me and uh, about, you know, 15 to 20 kids uh, being the church and uh, not real flashy. It's just sort of fun. And so if you're into that sort of thing and you want to watch a youth service, just kind of pick up some things, you're welcome to stop by. You can just find me on Facebook, uh, Paul W. Turner, facebook.com slash Paul W. Turner. You can, you can find me there and watch the service. It's about an hour long. You can pick out some things. You can uh, you know, look at stuff in the background. You can ask me questions if you want, whatever you feel like. Uh, and you can uh, use that opportunity to kind of get a peek into somebody else's youth ministry, which we normally we don't get to do because we're busy running our own youth ministry. So uh, you can take the time to do that. Uh, I think I'm going to do it um, quite often. So you might want to uh, check it out uh, another time too, because I think I'm going to do that on a weekly basis. And I may have to do a whole podcast around that. We'll see. Let me let me do enough of these Facebook lives, and then I'll talk about that and and how it can maybe useful uh, for your service. So, but let's get into today's topic, uh, which, uh, like I said, you can call it a lot of things, but I'm going to call it the ten ways to chase away the Thursday blahs, uh, because you know what? On Thursdays, uh, and I speak for me. Uh, but there's plenty of others. Now, listen, if you don't have midweek meeting, Wednesday meeting, and then Thursdays, you're blah, maybe you're, you're Methodist and you have service Sunday night, so maybe it's the Monday blahs, but it's the day after. And we're either super high over the day, right? We're super high about the day, and we go, man, everything went well, and I'm just clicking. And, you know, this was that kind of Thursday for me today. I got to be honest. It was, it was a, a really good service. It was... Um, you know, God did some cool stuff. Anytime I, and I don't base that, you know, I used to base it on my own preaching. Like, did I preach well? And, uh, and thankfully God delivered me of that and, and really opened my eyes and said, listen, don't, Paul, don't judge it by your preaching. Judge it by how I'm moving in the hearts of kids, how they're participating in the service, how they're being the church. You know, look at some of these other things. And, and so in doing that on my Thursdays, you know, some days though, there's, there's you know, there's just Thursdays that I just, uh, you know, where you just want to quit. Um, sometimes you just want to quit in the middle of service. <laughs> you just say, that's it. I am done. We're done with this thing. And you just want to walk away. And so my encouragement is this. Let's take a look at uh, just 10 things that I want to give you says that, that could uh, turn around the way you look at your youth ministry. Because you could be, like I said, it happens to all of us. Whether you're brand spanking new or whether you've been doing it for 28 years like I have, it eventually hits us where we start judging ourselves and say, am I really built for this anymore? Did I choose the wrong thing? All those things. So let me just give you 10 ways that you can you know, convert your thinking from judging yourself, from all those things and saying, well, how can I look at this differently? So let me give it to you. Okay. Uh, first one is this. God called you, you showed up, remember that day. What day? Remember the day that God called you. When you're thinking about your, this meeting that didn't go so well, or the preaching didn't go well, or there was some sort of conflict, remember the day you were called. Remember that day when God whispered to you and says, I want you to work with young people. And for me, it's super vivid. Uh, you know, I was probably 17 years old and was in a uh, church setting. 
And I remember uh, wanting to be uh, a youth pastor because I had some great models uh, as youth pastors, uh, but I wasn't sure. And there was a visiting missionary from, um, from Africa, and I went up for a prayer and then wound up. He was uh, blessed me, prayed for me, and then says, uh, young man, come back, come back here. And so I went back and he wound up saying, do you have a call to ministry on your life? And I said, yes. And uh, he, uh, you know, encouraged me to follow that, believe that's what the Lord would have for me. And, and that's really was, you know, there were other markers, there were other places, there were other moments that confirmed that. But that was a, a moment that I'll always remember because this guy didn't know me from anybody. And that really was a powerful, uh, uh, powerful moment. So remember the day, if you're having a struggle uh, on your day, remember the day you were called. Remember what that moment was like. And, and you know what? I understand that maybe this place where you're serving is no longer the place you're called to, uh, but it may be just simply a frustration that uh, you're having with teenagers and your own stuff and your own mess and all that kind of stuff. Remember that you were called. Watch it, watch it clear up. It's worked for me. Uh, remember two, remember this. Kids showed up. Now, I am betting, even if it's one, listen to me, even if it's one or two or simply just not as many as we'd like. Don't be so harsh on yourself. Kids showed up, okay? Somebody showed up, but Paul, they, their moms make them show up. I understand, but listen, you have opportunities with those one or two kids that you're not going to have if you have a youth group of 100. And I know we want to make this giant impact. I know we want to do this, but listen, sometimes you got to find value in the small. You have to find value in the ones and the twos. You have to find value in those guys and pour into them, and it's an awesome opportunity. So just reflect and say, listen, kids showed up to my youth meeting. Even if they were forced, they're here. I have an opportunity, right? Think about that for just a second, right? And say, I can do this. I have an opportunity with these kids. They showed up and just, listen, for the ones that didn't showed up that weren't made to show up, that's even bonus. That's plus right there. They wanted to be in that youth meeting with you. Let's move on. Number three, uh, a student uh, maybe grew in their faith, learned something new, and stepped up to lead. Maybe in your something new happened like that. Maybe some kid it clicked. Maybe there was a click moment. Maybe you need to just listen and say, "Listen, there was a kid that did this thing in this past youth meeting." You know, uh, we talked about spiritual gifts, and I talked about the word of wisdom and how the Holy Spirit, you know, can give you an unction to speak a word of wisdom. And I said, "Listen, guys, during this worship time, I'm going to give you an opportunity uh, to do that." And I had one young man step up and offered wisdom to. The rest of his students, he talked about a personal example from his talking with kids at school and and really broke it down. And it was, man, I just looked at that and went, wow, powerful, powerful moment for that kid. You know, and, and when you have moments like that and those opportunities, it doesn't, it doesn't chase away necessarily every bad thing or, or struggles or problems or conflicts. But what it does do is say God is moving and doing something. Kids are learning something. They grew in their faith and they stepped up to lead and to do something. And just find those moments within your group and say, that kid did this. And then make a big deal about it and post it on Facebook and, or Instagram or something or make a little video and say, man, I'm so proud of you. And man, just go for it. You know, it'll lift your spirits. Number four here, uh, you saw basically if, it, if, if that midweek did not go so well and you're a little negative on it, listen, you probably see where you can improve right? And then next week will be better because you learn something about yourself. You learn something about God. You learn something about your students. You have to treat every week as if you are 
just in a training mode, right? You have to just look at your, your, your whole deal and say, you know what? Every week I show up, I know I'm the pastor, the youth pastor. I'm, I know I'm in charge, but I'm still learning something. And it's, you know, it's hard to do when you're the person in charge. You say, I'm supposed to know all these things. And yet there's weeks where you're off your game. But guess what? You can look at it and say, you know what? I can learn something. That's what you call a growth mindset. Uh, A fixed mindset says, I have to constantly keep proving myself every week to show that I'm good enough to be the youth pastor uh, to these kids versus the growth mindset that says, you know what? I might blow it a bunch tonight, but you know what? I'm going to learn something from this. Next, why don't you take a moment and look at the very basic. Just say, you know what? I live to fight another day to change and to grow. One meeting doesn't define you. One youth meeting, one month worth of youth meetings doesn't define you. Every day you go through and say, you know what? I I didn't do well, but guess what? You have to then turn that moment and say, look, it's another day I can change. I can grow. I can read a book. I can find something online. I can get, find a mentor. I can, I, look, that Thursday, you say, you know what? I need to make some other plans. Something has been revealed, right, in your own heart. And you say, well, what am I going to do about this? Am I going to simply uh, just let and waste, you know, the failure? Or am I going to do something about that, right? Never waste a failure. Use that moment. Use that time. If it, if, if it didn't go well or you did something wrong or whatever it is, say, look, okay, I'm going to make a little list here. How can I correct this? What are my choices? What are my options here? You know, whatever it is, read a book, find a mentor, all those things, and you can, uh, you can capitalize on that. Look at this for just a moment. Someone in your youth ministry loves you for who you are and would actually miss you if you were gone. Listen, think about those kids who love you. Think about those kids who show up every week and they love you. You know what? Sure, there are kids that are not going to love you. There's kids that are not going to show up. There's kids who are going to just be, uh, you know, pouty. There's going to be kids, you know, who just don't agree with you and whatever it may be. But listen, there are kids in your youth ministry who love you and show up because you're there and you're loving them and caring about them. And when you start to think about that, it'll change your perspective. It'll chase away those blahs. It'll chase away those things. Next, think about this. God is not disappointed with you or your group. He's proud of you and he's ready to help you, right? He's, he's, he's moving in ways maybe that you cannot clearly see at the moment, but he is moving in you. He's moving in your youth ministry. Um, he's made a promise in his word that he would, he would, you know, you call upon his name and he is going to work in you. But listen, think about it. God is not disappointed with you. He's not, a, he's not waiting to just strike you down. He is waiting to help. He is, the Bible says he is an ever-present help in times of trouble, right? He is our strong tower that we run into and are saved. And so listen, if you're dealing with the the blues or the discouragement after that post-meeting, remember that God is not disappointed with you. He is excited to see, he is excited as the day he has called you. And he's excited no matter how long you've been in this, he's saying, look, my child, I am here. I am for you and I am not against you. And I can work with, if you'll simply just give me your heart, if you'll simply recommit your life, if you'll simply uh, give up, you know, the, the pride, I'll be happy to work with you here. If you'll just work with me. And God says, I'm there for you. So listen, if you want to chase away the blues, how about another one? Listen, you found a way not to do something. A game didn't work. Uh, a program element failed. The band didn't do well. Let it inspire you to do better. 
use these things, fuel, let these things, these, these setbacks, these little things, it may not be major things, right? Most of the time it's not. There's no major failure unless you're a heretic of some kind and you're simply, you know, spouting off things that are just biblically untrue and you're just, you know, can't control yourself somehow. But nine times out of 10, it's a, it's a, it's a small thing. There are little things that are just not working. But what you can do is say, listen, uh, I have found a way not to do this and let it inspire you to do it better. Say, I'm going to do this better. Here's how I'm going to do it, right? Uh, Number nine, you know, you loved someone unconditionally and you revealed the heart of God to somebody. You walked into that youth room busy, harassed, you know, maybe you were maybe you were happy. You were thrilled to be there. And you said, you know what? I'm going to love this kid no matter what. Maybe it was a hard kid. Maybe it was a kid that was brand new to your youth group. And, and you said, I, I don't really know this kid, but I'm going to step up and I'm just going to love this kid. And you're going to love on him and just share Jesus with him or whatever it is. But listen, you, you did that. You stepped up and unconditionally loved somebody and reveal the heart of God to them. That's powerful. If you'll simply take a moment and say, look, I I did that. You know what? You say, but I did it all to the glory of God. Yes, and you did it. And you did that. And you should be saying, listen, you know what? Praise God, I had an opportunity. I may have messed everything else up that night, but I didn't mess that up. And that may have been the most important moment of the whole night, is that you unconditionally love somebody and revealed the heart of God to them. Now, the last thing is this. If you got the blues, if you got these woes, if you have these things, if this is not you, by the way, listen, send this to somebody else who's, you know, complaining to you about their Wednesday night or their, uh, you know, their, their Sunday night, whatever it may be, send it to them. But listen, if it's you and listen, you're going, if you haven't had one yet, you're going to have one and you may need to come back to this, right? Just save this somewhere and say, I probably need to listen to this again. The last thing is this. Remember, Now, this is whether you're single or married, but you're going to go home to a great family or to great friends who don't care if you're a great youth pastor, a great leader, or a great communicator. Those people do not care whether you know how to run a game. They don't care whether you know how to preach. They don't care whether you know how to organize. They love you for you. Your friends, your family, your, you, maybe your dad, your mom, your, whoever that is to you, you're going home to a great group of people who love you whether you're, whether you're a youth pastor or not. Look, that ought to pick you up right there. It says, listen, that, that's, your, that's it, buddy. When it's all said and done, when if you don't do youth ministry another day, you still have the people around you who are going to encourage you and love you and care for you. And that's it. That's the deal, guys. That's that's look. Take all of those and say, listen, I can I can run on that. I can do that. Listen, if if that negative nitpicky voice is picking at you today, you just 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 set it up and say, listen, voice, listen, listen. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong about all these things. You may be right that I'm I've done some things wrong and that didn't go well. But let me tell you something. You're wrong about a lot of things. You're wrong uh, that I am the wrong person. You're wrong uh, to say that I am, I, I'm not uh, uh, um, loving and kind. Uh, you, you know, you're wrong about my character. You're wrong about my commitment. You're wrong about my calling, whatever that may be. You feel free to take authority over that voice and say, you know what? I'm going to go another direction. Uh, my mind wants to lead me one way, but the Holy Spirit wants to lead me another. And I think I'm going to run with that. I think I'm going to run with the Holy Spirit. Let me encourage you, go back through this, take some notes, take stock. It's not the end of the world. 
And uh, and let me tell you something. You're in it. Uh, you're in it to win it, guys. My, I believe in you guys. I believe in you, you young ladies and young men who are, are new at this. And I believe uh, even in you old guys and uh, you veteran uh, youth uh, worker ladies who have been doing this for a while. You're a mom. You're a dad. You're a volunteer. Let me tell you something. You guys are awesome. And I am your biggest fans. And you can do this no matter how you feel the day after that youth meeting. So I hope that you'll take that under consideration and uh, you'll practice it. And you know what? It could be life changing if you do. So I want to thank you for joining me for the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast, the podcast that is here to inspire, uh, is here to uh, uplift you and give you all that you need to go yet another week uh, to do the Lord's work. Uh, I would love for you to stop by and uh, maybe review this podcast. If you'll stop by, just go to iTunes, link in the description, go by there. I would love for you to leave a review and uh, just let me know how I'm doing. Say, look, leave me some stars, leave me a few words of encouragement if you'd like, uh, and I would be happy to read it, especially if it's a five-star. If it's a five-star, I'm definitely going to read it, so please keep that in mind. I will be giving you a major shout-out. So uh, thanks again, guys. Appreciate you guys being here, being a part of the podcast, and uh, I will catch you guys on the next one. Until then, you guys have a great week. Talk to you later.